for English, press 1. For Stan and Bruce, press 2. Thank you for pressing 2. And now, here are your hosts, Stan and Bruce. Welcome to episode 27 of the Press 2 Podcast. Yeah, hey, welcome to another episode. 27. Oh my God, we're I about know, to turn 30 soon. I know, right? And <sighs> you know, it's all hopefully we're now part here. of that 27 club and we, you know, die. <laughs> what's, what's that? <laughs> we'll oh, keep I've, going. I've never heard of that. What, yeah, you, that haven't, you haven't like Brittany Murphy. Um, like quite oh. a bit of celebrities have passed that 27. At 27? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, welcome to Press <laughs> Oh my God, what a, what a way to like start the show. <laughs> well, we need okay. one of those like, <laughs> like music. <laughs> like the um, Unsolved Mysteries or whatever. Yeah, the Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> well, today we have a guest coming on later. Um, we have a friend of mine, Ivan Madrano, goes by the name Real Ice. He's a local, I would say talent. That's still like the proper thing to say right mm. talent yeah so what like the big it's an undiscovered talent at the moment this is what the big interviewers say right talent he's a talent yes, he's actually talent. a rapper and um i think he's pretty good i actually like um his music and he has a uh a lot of videos out on youtube right now and so he'll be here later he's coming later he's not here yet and so we'll bring him on and uh we have a sample track where we'll let you guys listen to one of his songs i think he gave me permission if not i'm gonna ask him later and we have our because he said he, we're not we trying play to it. and then i just want to like make sure we can because i don't want any like copyright issues later when this stuff airs but know, right? um pop topics pop topics <laughs> you notice i don't care anywhere i just sing in my worst voice <laughs> so pop topics we have about uh five topics today unless um bruce has some extra ones but let's get started with dustin diamond dustin diamond you guys you know he plays screech on saved by the bell well this week he confirmed rumors that he does have stage four cancer and he's been battling that he's only 44 years old um nascar driver though josh i don't know how to say his last name baliki i don't know if you i don't watch nascar anyway nascar driver that nascar driver had his car wrapped with an upbeat message for dustin this week saying get well soon dustin on the rear side panel of the car dustin's photo is there and on the hood of the car it says saved by the king oh so you know there's um, a saved by the bell reboot right yeah i heard about that See, I, I was never into that. that. I think I was at the age where I was too young to. Like it was on air, but I was too young to understand the complexities of high school drama. Yeah, um, <laughs> I remember watching it a couple of times. I mean, I watch a couple of episodes. Uh, I always thought Mario Mario Lopez was overrated and still do. Um, but I mean, you know. Uh, let's, you know, hopefully he'll recover from cancer. And, uh, what is the, what are the chances of him recovering? I don't know. I couldn't even find. Because it's stage four though. Yeah. So I don't know. So I don't know. Um, Wendy Williams, Mm -hmm. you know, she's, she has a biopic 
um, Lifetime coming out. It's going to be I out. Thought you were going to say a biopsy. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, she has a biopic coming out on uh, Lifetime. I think it comes uh-huh. out January 30th. 7 p.m. Central. playing her? Oh, so I was going to get to that, too. So that's another thing. The person that they picked to play her in this biopic is actually a good pick because she kind of looks like Wendy. Um, they had pictures. Lifetime actually posted on their Instagram pictures of the uh, actress. Her name is Sierra Payton. Um, they posted a picture back in December on uh, Lifetime's Instagram, and it had like a picture of her and Wendy next to her. And Payton or Payton? Payton, uh, P-A-T-O-N. And um, they said the okay. resemblance is uncanny. That's what t- Lifetime quoted. And you can kind of see some side to side. She looks like a younger version of Wendy. So she looks like a womanly version of Wonder Woman. Oh my God. Like, there he goes again <laughs> with the shade. That's not but shade. While she's out promoting this, she admitted to some things. She said that um, some R&B singer from the 80s, his name is mm-hmm. Sherrick or Sharik or Sherrick. He date raped her at the beginning <gasps> of her career. Um, uh, she also talks about recovering from substance abuse, her divorce from her husband, Kevin Hunter. Um, but the Sharik thing, this R&B singer, I don't know. He died, though, in 1999. So he's been dead mm-hmm. for 21 years. And his widow actually reached out to page six saying that he is not here to defend himself. And she wants to know why Wendy is just now speaking about this in a biopic. Um, his widow is confirmed as quoted as saying, why would Wendy not call the police if it were true? Why did she go out with him? We have questions, too. <laughs> so and I guess apparently the widow never knew anything about an encounter between her late husband, her late husband. I mean, and is that Wendy. something that you would tell your significant other? Like, oh, by the way, I date, I date rape. raped. But I guess Wendy no. Williams, he was saying like, she's saying that not necessarily that he didn't mention a date rape, but that he didn't mention her. But was Wendy? Oh. Yeah, he never. And you know, Wendy was a big time radio star back in the late nineties. Yeah, so you know, he would have. So she's just confused as to why. That's what she says. She has questions, too, because they never knew any. They've never heard of until now. They've never heard of right. Wendy having any type of relationship with him whatsoever. And um, yeah, so that's Wendy Williams. Wow, that's yeah. really like. Convoluted. You it's know? crazy, I mean, though. Imagine. As, yeah, as it is like that's a very like touchy topic, you know, and to this day, it's just like. That's I don't maybe she wasn't meaning to like speak about it until now. But I mean, you don't know what happened. Like, you know, everybody reacts differently type of thing, I guess. Yeah, because and, so. like you, and you can't really she's blaming Wendy, but you can't really blame Wendy for waiting till now because it takes right. people years of uh, yeah. dealing with traumas before they're ready to speak out about it. And maybe Wendy knew, you know, this biopic is not just it just didn't happen overnight. This has been planned. Right. So maybe Wendy has already made it you know that okay i'm gonna speak about it then i'm ready to talk about it yeah maybe it'll go into like why i don't know because you know a lot of traumas like that develop like um years later a lot of um like addiction and stuff trying to cope with it like uh not directly but indirectly i guess because your brain kind of hides it and then tries to cope with like either eating or doing drugs or just i don't know but uh, it'll be interesting. Hopefully, I mean, it's on Lifetime, is that? Yes, yeah, it's, com- it, it's coming out. It, pre- it premieres on the 30th. 
The premiere so in about two TV. weeks okay. on Lifetime at seven you know, o'clock Lifetime Central loves, Time. Loves their biopics. Yeah, <laughs> and you know it's going to be dramatic as fuck. Oh my gosh, it is. <laughs> like, it's going to be like the most. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, some more sad news, but this is like superficial sad insecure <laughs> is leaving um hbo confirmed that the upcoming fifth season of insecure will be its last season the executive producer of programming or not the executive producer the executive of vice president of hbo programming amy gravitt said that Issa ray has turned insecurity into an iconic form of comedy ray insecure. says that she's grateful that hbo believed in the show from the beginning and kept faith that um, her and Prentice Penny's vision would be, um, uh, they saw through it until the end. What I didn't know, though, was that from the beginning, um, I didn't know Issa always planned five seasons and only five seasons of the show. So that's something that I learned. I didn't know that she. Oh, so it was already pre-planned. It was, yeah. She says she always envisioned it from the beginning that they would tell the story in five seasons. So this was basically the end, the end. Like she. Does she ambition like only a eight to ten wait? episodes that are only thirty, <laughs> not even thirty minutes long? Like, does she also envision that? We need answers, sis. Yeah, like, and we need to know that you envision that two-year wait between seasons three and four. Like, yeah, what was that like, about? Issa Rae, you probably will never. I mean, if you ever get to listen to this, like, we need answers. We demand answers. By the time, if she does, by the time, yeah. <laughs> there would be like, She's like, who the fuck are these? What the fuck is insecure? You that was anything. like ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be like, bitches, be tripping. Like, oh they still God. tripping. <laughs> <laughs> then she'll write a, a song, one of her little raps about us. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm feeling some type of way about it. It's my. It's one of my favorite shows. Uh, I remember the show came out um, a few months after like I was going through a breakup and stuff. And that was kind of like the show that kind of held me together a little bit. I mean, I know it sounds so cliche and just dumb, but uh, Issa Rae is a genius, though. Um, and all of the other uh, cast members are also awesome. Um I think they should do like a spinoff from Kelly, Natasha Rockwell. <laughs> uh, I think she should have her own spinoff show because that bitch is it. Like, She's so she, funny. <laughs> yeah, she is. Um, but hey, whatever happens, you know, uh, I'm just glad we've been able to get five seasons, even though they were only 30 minutes long and maybe eight to 10 episodes. But uh, yeah, we're glad. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you can literally binge watch a season in like half a day. Yeah, they can binge watch a <laughs> season. <laughs> You can change a baby's diaper and binge watch the whole season. <laughs> like it was like it's so good where you just like oh, you just want more. Yeah, it's it's just one of those shows, and so good broken for Issa, pussy. good for the cast, and broken pussy. <laughs> Issa, you gave enough. us broken pussy, and <laughs> she it, did. Remember? And now we're going to be broken because of you know only having had five seasons, but whatever. And, um, oh yeah, here's some good news. Dr. Dre got out of the hospital this week and he's oh. at home and he's doing fine. So, uh, that's good for Dr. Dre. And I just had to touch on something, um, with Real Housewives. Real Housewives of Dallas premiered about two weeks ago and they had their second episode this past week. Episode one was great and all. Episode two though. Okay. Dallas has been slumping in ratings compared to other franchises in the Housewives. And I think they're on a good comeback. They have a new cast member, uh, Tiffany Moon, that we've talked about previously. 
um, over the summer when they were filming. Well, you know, we've finally gotten to see her in action. And if anybody is a fan of Rich Kids of Beverly Hills, Tiffany Moon is like a carbon cutout of Dorothy Wang. They sound the same. They almost look alike. And their obsession with Hermes Birkins are probably exactly the same. Uh, Tiffany showed off a badass closet with a fingerprint reader lock on it. It took her a few times to get the lock right, but when she opened the door, she had at least, from what we could see, at least $300,000 worth of Birkins in one little small section of her closet. Um, she, She is just like everything like i'm like living for her on the real housewives of dallas i think she is like a great breath of fresh air i mean she brings like a whole she's definitely shaking up the season her and carrie Britt have already been doing twitter drama i mean they're giving everybody all the drama they need her there was some bullying thing that was going on where carrie Britt was forcing her to take tequila shots and she didn't want to take tequila shots so they argued about it on twitter this week um, there's this thing about the chicken feet, Tiffany making the rest of the cast eat chicken feet, um, which was a cultural thing for her. And they made a lot of drama out of it, but it was like good drama. And for the first time, I can actually say that Dallas premiere was actually better than Atlanta. Have you ever had chicken feet? I have not. Mm, I have. I used to eat them when I was younger, but then I grew out of it. It was like... It, it it just it was a lot of spitting going on on the show and I just knew it knew it wasn't for me because they had to spit out you know they had to spit yeah the, you have to yeah, spit out the the collagen bones. or whatever like it yeah oh like I was like oh no I cannot I don't first of all you know we've already said this on the show I can't eat anything off of a bone so like I hate any type of I I just don't like like chicken legs not for me. I, I'll take the chicken breast if it's boneless, but I can't. So the thought of eating a chicken's foot and then you have to spit out the bones like that is that makes me want to vomit the fuck up. But I yeah. don't know. <laughs> um, that's just my opinion. Uh, but so, yeah, if you haven't, uh, if you do enjoy The Real Housewives, I think and you gave up on Dallas because they were getting kind of stale. <laughs> Um, I think they're going to be what, oh, the city. Yes. But the housewives, <laughs> they're getting back to um, they're getting back. I mean, T- Tiffany Moon, though, is like I think Brigitte would love it. She showed up to a garage sale on a Ferrari. Oh, now, mind did. you, this garage sale was in Highland Park and uh, by one of the other. I think it was um, West. Yeah, I know what is her Park name? Is. What's yeah. her? No, I'm trying to think of the lady's name uh, that had the garage sale. Westcott. Uh, oh, I don't so know. it was like a rich person's garage. Yeah, she so. was selling her stuff, oh. and she made about two hundred and fifty or to three hundred thousand dollars at this garage sale. The lady Holy that had shit. to sell, <laughs> they were selling things like I think she sold a custom bed that was like ten grand. They had a uh, mini Range Rover for the kids that had a broken window on it. I think the the uh, mirror was broken, but it was funny. She had a pink tree that she was selling, but they said she raked in six figures on this. Uh, but just the thought of her and DeAndre Simmons pulling up in a red Ferrari to this garage sale. And it was just like, and then one of the cast members said, you know, this is supposed to be a cheap. And then she goes, this is a garage sale. She goes, why is everything so expensive? Because they were literally selling shit for like $300 and $500. And it was like, well, you got to think she's not going to give you these couture gowns and these expensive designer clothes for $20. I mean, it's not that kind of, and then she goes on to say, um, it's not a garage sale. It's an estate sale. 
<laughs> have you ever been to an estate sale though? <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh I haven't my been God. to any so, kind of sales like that. Really? Like, so my parents, uh, they used to love going garage sales, uh, whatever. And I've been to a couple of estate sales and there's some uh, interesting shit in there. Uh, needless to say, but yeah, nothing like, like that. I mean, this has been in like lower income family. Neighborhoods, so. <laughs> <laughs> I think were, probably the most expensive thing I saw was the urn the person was in that night. <laughs> oh my oh, god! <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah, it was, and that was all in the first episode. A lot of that happened in the first episode. This whole like expensive Damn. garage sale, and she was like, "I don't even think they've ever had garage sales in Highland Park." Well. <laughs> Westcott did it have to get approved by the like homeowners probably so it was a long line too and they filmed this over the summer during COVID so there was a long yeah. line at this garage sale and it's funny because they were all six feet apart with their mask on <laughs> like if you look well, I'm surprised they actually spaced, were she had them spaced out like so when people were coming in they they had like the line and they uh, you could see like the line of people like and people were I'm walking away with stuff yeah. so well I'm surprised that she held them responsible Cameron that's her name Cameron Westcott I forgot her first name Cameron she's like basically the Paris Hilton of she just wears everything pink she's tall blonde hair that whole like image that's her but um yeah that concludes pop topics did you have anything else Bruce um did you watch drag race yesterday I did not mainly because I knew that we had an interview today so i knew we weren't going to talk about it so i was like you know what i'll just watch it today but i'm um, just gonna say it was good so watch it um denali um, and um what's my girl from last season not my silver rights here and not my wife. Heidi in the closet. Oh, Heidi in the closet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that was my favorite thing. Is she did the runway and then her wig fell off, and she goes, "Yeah, not she's my like, no, my civil rights hair. <laughs> my civil rights hair be showing." I, I gag over that every like. That's like a joke in my house now. I like if something happens and I I trip or I do something, I'll grab my head and be like, "Not my civil rights hair." <laughs> but anyways yeah they were on live instagram last night and i missed it oh, i were? got the notification when i woke up and they said they were live and i was like uh-huh. fuck i missed it i would love to like just- i'm sure somebody recorded it probably so it's probably yeah. on youtube by now uh yeah it was a good episode so catch up whenever you have time um and this week also just everybody knows uh the current whatever at the White House was impeached twice again. Um, <laughs> and this is actually the last twice. Saturday of it being an office. So um, hopefully, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I guess that's something to look forward to. And it's just crazy times, but I don't know what to say. <laughs> well, Pop topics. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to take a short break. I want yeah. you guys to enjoy this lovely message from one of our new sponsors. sponsors. Yes. And we'll be back with Real Ice for our interview. Yes. Are you tired of swiping left and right? Are you tired of being hosted and ghosted? Then download the play deck. Play with match you with other singles who have also been played with. Their sophisticated and highly accurate algorithm is guaranteed to help you find singles, not only within your area, but around the world. So who knows? You might end up on a TV show or in another country. True love has no borders or shame. 
So stop feeling like a toy and start being the player of your own love story. Oh yeah. Use our code PRESS2 to receive one month free from your monthly subscription of $3.99. So remember to download Play and become part of the dating game. Ah. Uh. And we are back and we have our guest today, Ivan Madrano. He goes by the name Roll Ice. He's a rapper here in Houston. Welcome to the show, Ivan. What's going on? Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. Uh, so we have some questions for you. Um, oh, for those of you that listening, I met Ivan a few years ago at a party. Um, like I said earlier, he had some uh, really good music, I thought. So I figured I would ask him to come on the show. And um, so we'll get to know him a little bit better now. So I had a question, though, that I wanted to know your name, Real Ice. How did you come up with that? Where did that come from? Well, my nickname has always been Ice ever since I can remember. I think they gave me that nickname because I used to chew lots of ice, <laughs> look like ice cubes. <laughs> okay. And it sucks yeah. because I do introduce myself as Ice at parties and people think it's for another reason. I'm like, <laughs> no, it's not that reason. <laughs> That's what we were talking about earlier. I was like, it's Ice because he he's like cold? Or is it like, <laughs> and Stan was like, I don't think so. <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, I've always been... And I've always been ice since I can remember. My cousin gave me that nickname. I just went with it. So, with that being said, what is your favorite ice to chew? Oh, God. Because I know a lot of people like you to chew, the, like specifically the ice that they give you at Sonic. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, I was gonna <laughs> say that. Yeah, ever. I was gonna say that. Yeah, <laughs> I used to work with a lady who every morning religiously would um, go grab the uh, Route Forty Four. Uh, cup and she would fill it with ice and then she would put it in the freezer at work and she would just be chewing through like the whole day and that's the only ice that she would actually use which was the sonic ice yes, so. yes. that's cool um i guess yeah so that now that you answer that we can move on because otherwise talking about ice, ice she would go on with <laughs> i mean i had a story about ice too from sonic i was like <laughs> <laughs> no we're joking um so do you know mike jones oh, do i know mike jones <laughs> personally <laughs> i do not know mike jones but if he gets a shot and he listens to this mike jones what's up bro <laughs> actually stan introduced me to back jones mike jones way back in the day and uh we would drive around Tulsa bumping <laughs> Mike. Nobody else in Houston was like blowing up. No one else. Yeah. Uh, no one else probably had no idea who that was. Um but the real question though is uh so what is your um when were you first introduced to hip hop or what was it that kind of like you were like, oh this is the shit? Oh, like or, when I started uh, listening to music or making my own music? Both, I think a little yeah. bit of both. So we can talk about that. Well, literally, I don't know if it's like a Houston thing or it's just something that a lot of guys do because I've heard like it goes on in several groups. But here in Houston, we just like to freestyle, you know. And ever since I've been in middle school, we get in circles, all the homies get together and we just freestyle. And they would always tell me like, yo, you're the best one out the group. And I would hear that all the way up to my high school until I started pursuing it. It was like football or do I want to rap? And I just, you know, I just went with uh, with rapping because everyone just kept telling me like, yo, you're something different. So I just went ahead and went with this. So I would say pretty young, like around middle school, sixth, seventh grade. Mm. 
And uh, with you, you kind of touch base on, I think a lot of people associate rap with hip hop. Is there really like a difference or can you tell I mean, us what the difference I mean, is? In my opinion, it's, it's like the artist, like I could say that I made a dope ass rap song, but another rapper could hear it and like, yo, that's hip hop. That's not rap, you know? So mm. I feel like it's just okay. really based on the person who's listening to it. Uh, mm-hmm. I think there's an actual like, like difference between rap and hip hop. Like rap is more like you're telling a story. You have lyrics. Hip hop is something people want to hear. You know what I'm saying? Something that's able to yeah. play on the radio or in the club and stuff like that. Rap is just a guy going inside the booth and spitting what he got. You know? Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Cool. So your creative process. So I'm, I'm assuming like the last song, uh, which we're going to play later, the, uh, turn up to function. You wrote that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and that was I a pretty cool video. Uh, cause I actually saw it on, uh, YouTube when you shared it. And so I started mm-hmm. sending it out to friends. I have a few cousins that rap that don't live here. And then, um, so I sent, I was just sending it out, sharing it. And, um, everyone was like really impressed by it that I showed it to. And, um, with that being said, like, what is your creative process like? Like when you wrote that song or any song, like how do you come up with what you say? I think I've always been, uh, I've always liked writing. Ever since I was like in, uh, since shit like high school, I've always been that. Like you know how there was only a few percent of students who would get a four, like on the writing test. Like I was one of those people, and I just loved to write, and then it just came naturally. Like when I'm in the uh, studio. Uh, I don't pre-write songs here and at home and stuff. I go in the studio, I listen to the beat, and I write the song within 20 to 30 minutes. I never, like, just hold on to a song and then just edit it and nothing like that. I always just, like, when you hear the song, and I made it, like, Do right you find it easier day. to, like, because you mentioned you write the song first and then... Because a lot of people do it the other way. Like, they think of the medley and then they think of the lyrics. Um, but do you think this way it's a little bit like easier rather than composing? I mean, for me, I feel like, like I said, I'm really good at writing. So Mm -hmm. as soon as, as soon as the pens hits the, the notepad, I just like start writing. I don't even actually need a beat. I can make the song and just like do the beat in my head or like a basic beat. And then I could just usually try to make a song or the lyrics go on several beats. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Wow, that's really interesting. Um, and just, you know, because you hear everybody's creative process and you think it's like, oh, they're all similar, but everybody's so different. Um, with that being said, like, if you could co- um, collaborate with anyone in the industry, um, whether they have passed. Drake. 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm calling you right now, man. <laughs> I'm calling you right now, Drizzy. I'm waiting for the call, man. Did you hear he, he broke his leg recently? I don't know if you heard or something. <laughs> I didn't hear. Yeah. He broke his leg doing what? He hasn't, he hasn't said what. He just posted a video like, I encourage everyone to go to the you know gym and be better. And I'm like, okay, well, most of us don't have home gyms, but thanks. <laughs> but good for him that's awesome uh what about somebody who might have uh maybe is deceased already or passed on because you know a lot of rappers and hip-hop artists they paved the wave Mm -hmm. uh is there anyone and maybe in particular 
like anyone that like I look up to is that yeah, what you're would yeah. collaborate with or that you would rap with if you could if you could collaborate with them and they're already dead but you if they were yeah. alive yo like this sounds crazy and and like I'm just like far out there like I wanna I do make rap music but I also do like uh I like jazz and stuff Ooh, like that nice you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. and I also been listening to Amy Winehouse I feel like if she was alive I would want her to oh do a chorus my God, in my song. Yeah. oh that would be awesome yeah Amy that Winehouse would be pretty dope like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amy Winehouse she she that she that bitch man she can sing <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it sucks because she had so much to like. I felt like she had so much to mm-hmm. give us, and she only gave us a little bit. And I feel like it, that would be. Imagine what she would have done in the last like. Yeah, that that's really cool. I imagine that would be kind of like a collaboration of um, when I was in high school, Lincoln Park and Jay Z did a collaboration, which it was like rap with like kind of almost heavy metal ish. And to me, that was the first time I was listening to something like that kind of crossover. And I thought that was really cool. Um, I'm not a huge JC fan myself, but I did like Lincoln Park. Uh, I was going through my email days, I guess. <laughs> and, um, but I thought that was really cool. So th- the fact that you bring up somebody like her, that would probably be something that hasn't really been heard of yet. You know so, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's yeah. another thing I really want to do is like, you hear you hear that turn up the function song and I made that song because that's the music I listen to. But mm. I do listen to other music like EDM, jazz, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh house music. I listen right. to all different types and I want to mix all those genres into rap. Like why not? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well Nas X did a freaking country song with Billy Ray Cyrus. Why can't <laughs> I do a song with you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh who would be a good uh, example like Billy Joel? You could do one with Adele. Shit. <laughs> uh, imagine her coming out with this course and then you're rapping on it with Adele. Oh, I mean, that's different, but that's good. That would be interesting to hear. Yeah, like, because the, you're getting you know, their fan base as well. You know, they're like, oh, what the hell? Adele's never done a rap song. Let me go hear this new track. <laughs> you know who likes to do stuff like that and collaborate with rappers? So like uh, Sia did a, col- a couple of collaborations with Eminem. Um and yeah. uh she's yeah, done like never it. shows her face, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, hair and and uh she's done it with um um Sean Sean uh turn up the light uh Sean Paul. Sean Paul, yes, yes. Oh, so okay. um yeah, I feel like there's some stuff, but not kind of like to your genre that you just mentioned. So that would be something cool. Um oh, yeah. yeah. So I don't even know if we, cause we, this is kind of blending now. I, I was going to ask you your all time favorite, but is that Drake or is that just who you would want to work with? Who's your all time favorite? Uh, Drake been a real big part of like, well, why I rap, you know what I'm saying? Because I used to be like a, a nerd talking about like Jimmy from the wheelchair on the wheelchair. The grassy. Yeah. The grassy. Yeah. yeah. I was a nerd like that, but I also was like the goofball that always liked like to act around. Like if I didn't rap, I would want to act. I would want to be an actor or comedian. Like that's that sounds real fun to me. I feel like seeing him do it and just him progress his way up all yeah. the way to where he's at now. Like he's I, I admire him a lot. So he would probably definitely be t- up there on my top three. That's funny that you mentioned that because I remember when he was kind of getting into out because he was still with um what was that group with Nicki Minaj uh, Cash Money 
Right. That's how he started with, right? I think. Yeah, young money, yeah. Young money, sorry. Young money. Uh, young money. And I remember I was like, wait, is that Jimmy from Degrassi? <laughs> <laughs> like, I could not connect. I thought with I was, uh, for a while, I thought I was like the only, me and my siblings were the only Americans watching that Mm-mm. show, bro. Like, that was like, <laughs> I watched yeah, it. That was, it, was, it was a good ass show. <laughs> if it really, like, uh, taught people lessons, like teenagers' lessons about pregnancy, like rape, it was a good show. It was really ahead of its time, actually. Um, but uh, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. And I mean, to your point, I feel like, you know, there's a little bit of, a, you know, people like to just be like, oh, you're like a nerd or something. But in reality, if you look at the people that have been the most successful, I always say that they were kind of like that, like in school or they were just kind of like outcasts and not yeah. blending in with society. So in a way, I feel like that's a little bit of a catalyst for you know, artists to actually be like, you know, fuck this. I'm just going to do me and I'm going to do what I want and what I like. And yeah, for uh, sure. so that's, 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 that's something really cool that you mentioned that because I feel like that's kind of a big impact. Um, so with that being said, do you do, or have you done any live performances or? I've done uh, two so far and that it was pre COVID, you know, so everything all yeah, the bars through, and right. stuff it's, and me as well i'm very like being very cautious like i'm really waiting for this covid stuff to die down because i don't trust nobody i don't want to get next to nobody you know what i'm saying and that's just <laughs> that's just me personally because i've actually had people close to me like die from covid and the thing is real you know and I don't want to just fuck around and be like, uh, like there's, I have time. You know what I'm saying? People say like, oh, the older you get, like you're an old artist. Nobody wants to listen to you. I don't give a shit. No. I don't give a shit. I, I'm trying to, the, the first thing that comes is your health. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. As long as you sound good, nobody's yeah, going to care exactly. about how as long as, yeah. as long as like, his deep voice don't go away, I think I'll be straight. <laughs> And has that, has your voice always been like that deep or did you oh, have yeah, to? Like, yeah. I got my okay. tonsils removed like very young and I started puberty like super young. So I was answering like calls from my mom and they were thinking I was like her husband and shit. <laughs> You're like, that's what's possible. Well, I mean, it helps though, because you have a distinctive yeah. voice. So when, when, and that's good to have when you're uh, making music like that, because I could hear you and I would know it's you. Like if I hear a song, I know it automatically who it is just by the voice. Like, and that's good to have because you don't want to sound yeah, like man. everybody I'm to else. Take this auto tune out the game. I mean, I'm going to use it every now and then on a couple tracks, but you're going to know, you're going to know my sound. I ain't going to be these auto tune like Lil, Lil and Young. <laughs> what do you so, no offense young. to that because those are all my homies I listen to all the music but it's just uh, so, so are you for or against attitude like what do you mean how do you feel like because you, you mentioned that you were going to use it on some of the tracks oh or, yeah yeah I, I yeah. have a few songs right now in the vault where I'm using autotune just because mm-hmm. I don't I can't I can't sing personally. Like my voice is really deep and I need to get singing lessons. Unfortunately, I can't pay for them when I do mm-hmm. acquire the money and like start, start being more successful. I will try to learn how to sing. And then I think then I will try to incorporate it into my music. But for now, when them high notes hit, I want like a melody in a song. I definitely will yeah. use auto tune just to get that, that note. in. yeah. And I mean, singing is, rather i don't think people realize that singing is actually 
it's kind of like a sport yeah because it's very stomach your throat yeah everything and you have to like get into weird positions for hitting certain notes too Mm -hmm. uh so it is a process but um yeah i think your voice is great like anybody who listens to you they'll be like oh you know they'll be able to recognize who you are and i feel like that is something that is so needed in the industry because there's so many people that sound alike and you're like, is that her, him? Like, you know, and so you're just like, oh, that's a new artist. <laughs> so I have, I'm going to get your permission on air since I didn't get it in writing. So I have a clip and I want to play yeah. it as we inch or intro, as we exit this interview. Um, so I'm going to play it. It's like a 58 second clip. Uh, it's a little chopped up because we it, it, he made it smaller. Like, so it's not the whole entire song, but it's enough for you guys to hear. This is Turn Up the yes, Function. And, turn it up. Um, it's all about vibes. Wherever you go, just turn it up. Get your money. You know what I'm saying? Even at church. And this is what... <laughs> <laughs> you say you feel that time. <laughs> if you give an offrenda, right, you so. don't have to give it all. Take some back. I know, that's what I'm saying. I'm just like, the padre's getting stingy with the wine. Like, hey, you know, dude, come hey, on. These motherfuckers are <laughs> oh buying jets. No, I don't want to hear it. You need money for the church. You buying jets, nigga. Leave me alone. <laughs> What's his name that closed the door? Olstein. Yeah. yeah, Joe Olstein. <laughs> when Harvey came, he was like, not in my church. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's a here's a a preview of the track and if you want to hear the whole song um we'll talk about where you can find it but here we go Gotta go chase a vision. Mama got mad when the pops out of missus. This shit started turning up at my show. Tell her thank, but can't fuck with no hoe. Catch me at the club with the pole. One on my hip, one on the flow. Anyway, it goes, let's get it. Right with the pen. She call her friends. Meet me up on our 10. I took a mozzie. She took the bins. We get a load of here. We go again. Now that I'm we living. Say that I fall off. I'm back with a vengeance. Seen her love till she finished my sentence. Ace a conserve. I ain't talking no sentence. Turn up the function. Blow a whole hundred. Rice in my pocket when you flex it ain't nothing. Mexico up in the cut. We get the money. The law, you bring it in money, but we get it more. My rest of the selling, your rest of the flow. Turn up the function. We out. We out here. Let's go. That was a fun, that was a fun day. That was a very fun day when I showed So that was at church, yeah, actually. It was. It was a... <laughs> I did. Um, Pastor Mace was I, in the back. He was like, Turn up Jesus. Have you ever watched that movie, uh, Pretty Tang? Yeah. Yeah, you know, oh when the kid is just like, yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to, I did wanted to ask one last question though. After you play this, it kind of reminded me. So I guess, you know, through time, people have always just, it might be a loaded question. So if you don't want to nah, answer, that's nah, fine. You good, you good, you good. Okay. So, uh, you know, there's always been that kind of stigma as far as like, like with, uh, rap or hip hop just kind of being homophobic or sexist or whatever, like, um, do you think that has changed that mindset has changed with time or yeah definitely because you <laughs> see rappers now like uh that guy young thug he wore a, a whole like wedding dress on his album cover like a full like woman's wedding dress and nobody said anything you know what i'm saying i feel like the trend of like trying to be yourself like people are really just trying to be themselves like whatever they like and i think that's cool you know what i'm saying i've always i've never hated on anybody i've always been that person like 
as long as you're cool with me and you respect me, I respect you. And I think everybody deserves a chance. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I can't, yeah. I can't stand going places and people are so ignorant about things like that. Like, Oh, I can't be in the same room as like gay people. I can't talk to them. Like, leave me alone. Like, bro, that's so ignorant thinking of me. And that shit pisses me off. Like I really get upset at that. Cause I have a lot of close, like gay friends and they've shown nothing but love and respect in me. So I'm going to do the same for them. I cut for them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think it was, it's just, you know, it's just one of those questions that has always had in, in a way kind of had its own stigma also, because, you know, it came, it's not in a way it was also looked down upon. So it was, there's like different layers, you know, you, you're getting kind of like hate from one group and then you think like one group you don't like and type of things. So that's good that that's changing. And also, like you said, just exposing the fact that you're making your art what it is because of who you are, not, it doesn't have to be a certain way. So that's, that's something that you touched on that. That's pretty cool. So thanks for answering that. I appreciate it. It was, it was one of the questions that I always kind of wanted to ask. I I got love for everybody who got love for me. That's how it is. Yeah, and I wouldn't have brought him on here. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, and the beat's good. The music's good. Uh, So, I mean, you're definitely someone to look forward and look to and just keep an eye on, definitely. So once you look back, it would be like, can we get a, you know, at least 10 minutes to go back on the podcast once you're famous? Yeah, Yeah. when you get your name out there, come back on here. Don't forget about the little people. (laughs) So we can tag on. After, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah. like I'm if, if we're still here on YouTube right now, and I want to blow up. I want to do that podcast with y'all. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be cool. Cool. So speaking of, this is the part of the show where we uh, let everybody know we where we are. So Ivan, where if where can people find you? You're on social media. Where can people find you if they want to? Um, follow you or hear your music where right, can so they right find, find you? i'm actually working to get my name like for when you type it in on youtube for it to be the first artist to pop up unfortunately there's a lot of people with the name ice as a, a artist mm-hmm. in their name you know so if you want to look at for, for my music just look up my new track turn up the function it's the first song that will pop up on youtube uh also uh you can follow me on instagram uh, on a real underscore three times I C E E. So that's real underscore three times I C. Is your and is your music also like on SoundCloud? Oh, yes, yes. Or? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, SoundCloud, same thing. Uh, you look up real eyes, turn up the functions. First song that'll come up. I'm on SoundCloud. Um, working on getting on Spotify and Apple Music currently. So just get Sweet. bear with me for like one more month. I should have it on there uh is is that like a because i know for us like to upload to um the podcast to apple Podcasts, i know it took like maybe like a week or two like is that the process like even lengthier for music yeah yeah for sure because they have to Uh, like uh see if the music is stolen if i have the rights to the beats that i'm performing on you know what i'm saying stuff like that Makes and sense. then sense uh, like okay. censor censorship too because there's a lot of rap songs that they say like uh edgy stuff and they have to like make sure i'm not saying any like terrorist shit or you know killing people or stuff like that <laughs> or storming the capital <laughs> yeah. but um you know shit like 
Oh, there he goes. Welcome to the Capitol. Man. If you're watching this and you're one of the people that signed the Capitol, go do something else with your life, man. God damn. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, you know that group of people, that was like the lowest of the low. Like all the crazy people that live in the backwoods of the world that are are, are the worst of society. That's who's out there. A lot of them there. got to and use their first, their four-wheel drive yeah, for the first time. Yeah, because they had a president <laughs> that brought them out. So. on Twitter, some white people paid him a thousand dollars to go in the capital thing. He didn't. He was just passing by, and he was like, "What are y'all here for?" They gave him a thousand dollars to storm the capital. They took a picture of him. Now he's gonna do like time for that. Like that's fucked up. That's crazy. Um, I have no sympathy yeah. for assholes, but. Uh, <laughs> So, Bruce, um, where can they find us on social media? Uh, yeah, for you sure. Know, we're out there, yeah. too. I, stand. I need to get you, uh, like, plugged up, like, linked up, because I like sharing stuff all the time. I'm going to share. Yeah, and we'll share, uh, we'll share your uh, where people can find you as well. We're at Press2 Podcast. <laughs> I always fuck this up. Press2 oh, Podcast. You've been doing this for 27 weeks. Um, and that's <laughs> the number two, not T-O-T-O-O or, you know, whatever. Um, and they can find us on Instagram, uh, Facebook, YouTube, and, uh, also on Twitter. So tweet us to Facebook. Uh, we are not on any like music. Parlor. Yeah. We're not on parlor. So <laughs> we're not going to be there. <laughs> just down uh, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, you can find us there and, um, just, um, yeah, it, it was great. Thank you so much for coming onto the podcast and, uh, talking, giving us a little bit better perspective of things and talking about your stuff and um, any actually, well, I guess we can edit this in, but any big projects that you're working uh, on? Yeah. Or? So I got, I'm going to drop a EP. Usually EPs are like oh. three songs, but this one's going to be seven. Yeah. I'm going to have seven on this one just because I have nice. uh, like 200 something songs in my fucking email Holy drive. And I was going <laughs> to ask you how many songs that you have, yeah, and, like, and I forgot. Yeah, I have like, so yeah, 200, so many, that's and I pretty just good. Like, bro, I need to like drop something. It's just like, I'm so like iffy about what I put out, and a lot of this stuff is like from producers that are coming up, and a lot of it is like, I need you know to start getting the funds, like work more to get better producing and editing and stuff like that. Right. I want to plug this before I forget, because we got to plug our hotline. <laughs> Call us at 832-390-0279, the Press 2 hotline, where we give out advice that you may not need or want, but we're going to give it to you. Again, that's 832-390-0279. And, um, uh, oh, yeah, um, to those of you listening, happy inauguration week. <laughs> Uh, tomorrow you guys will be hearing this if you're Thank listening you. on tuesday we got a new That's president coming finally so it's coming up baby it's coming up <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh yeah ivan again thank you for coming on i really yeah, appreciate thank it you so and, much. um when you blow up even before you uh like blow up to the level that you, you know, are going with to, your household yeah. name I hope yeah, you still come sure, back and join sure. us. Like we got um, the before and after podcast for sure. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, we'll make it a live one on YouTube. So <laughs> we can all just be live on video. But, um, <laughs> that sounds good right now. <laughs> so with that being said, I'm going to play us out and um, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you guys later. Bye. Bye.
work out a Dutch, it's a vision. Mama got mad when the pops saw the missus. This show started turning up at my show. Tell her, thank but can't fuck with no hoe. Catch me at the club with the pole. One on my hip, one on the flow. Anyway, it goes, let's get it. Right with the pen. She call her friends. Meet me up on our 10. I took a Mazzy, she took the Benz. We get a load of, here we go again. Now that I'm, we living. Say that I fall off, I'm back with a vengeance. Tina love, cause she finished my sentence. Ace of conserve, I ain't talking no sentence. Turn up the function, blow a whole hundred. Rice in my pocket when you flex, it ain't nothing. Mexico up in the cut. We getting money galore. You been getting money, but we getting more. My rest of the selling, your rest of the flow. Turn up the function. We out. We out here. Let's go. Hey, Ice. Hey, Ice.